Hey, how's it going? This is Jared and Logan, and we are back with another episode of Open Mic. Logan, how's it going? It's going good. Excited to be here. Excited to be getting back after. It's been a little bit since we've been on the Open Mic, so I'm ready it for it. We kicked off Young Adults since we've done our last Open Mic. It's been good. Good things have been happening. Uh, but today, we want to talk about leading through influence. Logan, talk about that just a little bit. Yeah, so I mean... Really, the heart of why we want to start this conversation is that we know this is that um, people want to become a better leader, that everybody wants to be the best leader that they can be. And sometimes some people might even question, am I a leader? And we believe that everyone has influence and uh, can be a leader. And so we just want to talk about that a little bit. And, you know, there's kind of some core things before we really jump into the heart of the conversation that we believe in. And and the first thing that, that we know is that to be a good leader, it starts with becoming more Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And so, honestly, there's there's so much material and information out there about what leadership is, what is good leadership, how to be the best leader that you can possibly be. There's a there's so many different books of so many different authors and ideas about what that looks like. But really, when you look at it, effective leadership stems from being Christ-like. Mm-hmm. So, you hear all the time about servant leadership or leaders that that uh, lead with humility, how effective they are, you'll find that in all different types of material on leadership. And it's true. But the reason that that's true is because Jesus is the ultimate example of leadership. And he came not to be served, but to serve others. And so leadership really does uh, start with like that servant heart. And so as you become more Christ-like, as you grow spiritually, you're going to become a better leader. Now, the idea of leading through influence, kind of the, I guess, the other side of the coin or the the other side of the argument is probably a better way of saying it, is that you need to lead through a position. Hey, when I get to here, that's when I'll start to really lead. And why is it that the idea of leading through influence really battles what young adults are going through right now? And uh, why is that kind of counter to that idea? Yeah, I think it's funny. Uh, you, you know, there's a book out there that's called How to Lead When You're Not in Charge, and it's by Clay Scroggins. Uh, he used to be a pastor at North Point Church in Georgia. And so what he was talking about, and he was not the lead pastor, right? Yeah. He was talking about everybody always thinks that, man, when I'm finally fully in charge, when I'm the, then, guy. When I'm the guy, when I'm the girl, I'm when I, whenever I'm the top boss, like that's whenever I'm going to finally... Uh, be able to make my mark. And honestly, he's like, that's just a myth. The, the the idea that you have ultimate authority in any situation and you can do whatever you want really doesn't exist. I, I can't think of anywhere. I've had the opportunity to lead in the church world, in education. Uh, I've coached for several years. And uh, there's never been a moment where I've like, I have absolute ultimate authority. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think it's easy to be like, well, when I'm at that position, position, that's whenever I'm going to really be able to make a difference. But honestly, being able to be a leader is all about learning how to lead through influence, not through authority, but through influencing other people. And in this book, Clay Scroggins talks about 
the gun of authority. So if someone is the boss, the leader of an organization, the CEO, and they can call the shots, they do have the ability to lead with the gun of authority. You do this because this is what I said. But he talks about how this is only effective for so long. That true leadership comes from when you can influence people. If you can cast the vision uh, powerfully enough, if you can lead with enough clarity, that you can influence people um, to move in a positive direction. That's actually what leadership looks like. And I agree with that. So what would you say is like, if you're going to lead through influence, what is the first step? You know, I'm just thinking through your, you're a college student that lives in a dorm. You are fresh out of college. Like what's your first step in, in figuring out how to lead through influence? Yeah, I think your, your first step is, is understanding that, hey, I have got to, I've got to want to like look for opportunity. And that that might sound like, well, that's kind of weird, but the people who have opportunities are the people who are placing themselves in a position to have opportunities. Uh, I I think that not everyone's personality is a one of aggression and like, hey, I'm going to go after it and go get it. And I'm not saying you have to be like that, but placing yourself in a position to be relied upon, mm. being available, I guess, is the way I would say that. If you're available, then that's how you're going to start being able to gain influence because there are leaders in every group in an organization who are looking for other people to help them. And if you are available to begin serving, to be able to begin um, helping, that's right, really where influence starts. Yeah, just putting your yes on the table. I mean, I, I just feel like the people in my life that I've seen have a lot of influence for me. They don't. They didn't always show up with the right words at the right time. They were just there. They they influenced me through their positioning and not their words all the time. Their words are important, but half the battle is just showing up. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's 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 interesting for us. You know, we're in this young adulthood, and man, we're getting on the the older end of the spectrum of young adulthood. But maybe a little bit. But the thing is, is like. Uh, we're always having to lead through influence, like everything that we do. And so, I don't know, what do you think you've learned about that just from the last, you know, five or six years of, of leading in young adults? Yeah, I think uh, one, and we kind of talked about this a minute ago earlier, uh, you can't lead from a place that you're not at yourself. Um, you, you don't just get to lead by that authority. You need to you need to be growing and healthy yourself for people to, one, see that in you and want to to follow that. Uh, if you're not at a healthy place, if you're mm. at a place that uh, you're you're hurt or you are um, not healthy, you're yeah. not going to be able to, to lead people with you. And that goes back to the Christ-likeness, right? If you're, you've said this to me before, if, if your well is dry, like you can't lead from a deficit. And so you need to be growing spiritually in order to become a better leader. That kind of goes along yeah. with what and, you're saying. And two, I think... Um, you know, you kind of mentioned this a minute ago, not every person's going to be the type A aggressor, the yeah. person who's, you know, you might not look at yourself and say, I'm, I'm going to lead the, the nation. I'm going to lead the charge and storm the hill. But God has placed in each person, you know, we're made in the image of Christ. So we each have something that we've been made in the image of Christ in. And so you have influence, you have things that people are going to look at and see the fruits of the spirit in you and see those as attractive and say, I want what you have. I want to do what you're doing. And you can lead people in that. Uh, to think that you have to be a visionary or you have to be, 
No, we're, we're just walking in little steps towards Christ every day in obedience towards him. And if you can bring someone along in that, that's what leadership and influence is. Yeah. And, and I think especially like there are times where we associate influence with certain personality types. And, you know, we love to talk about Enneagram and all these different things and they're good things. Like I, I enjoy uh, reading into that and looking into like, you know, we ask people all the time, Hey, what, what are your, yeah. what's your Enneagram? Yeah. And we, we try and guess people and, and whatnot. Um, but the thing is, is what I've seen is a lot of different people with a lot of different personalities are effective leaders. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I am more type A. I am more of, hey, let's just go after it and, and whatnot. But there's also people who we, you know, even you and I and, and Coco, as we lead young adults, we have very different personalities and we all need each other in order um, to lead well. And so influence isn't uh, associated with personality, I don't think. I think it's it, uh, influence is associated with more of, you know, your spiritual growth and your character. availability, your character, your, your you're just saying yes. Yeah. So uh, are, are there other things that you would say, like, so you're leading yourself, you're looking for opportunity. Uh, what else comes with like leading through influence? Is it, I mean, does position hurt? Does it help? Uh, what are some of the thoughts on leading through influence? Position definitely does not hurt. But title does not mean that you are a good leader. Ti mm. We've all worked for someone that were like, how did, how did you this wear person... You the brand of manager. Yeah. But how did the, this person, you know, you're working for Michael Scott, how did this person <laughs> get this job? And so title doesn't really mean that much, but it, it is a good thing. Like you should aspire to gain authority, right? Because with that, you would hopefully be able to make um, more of a difference. That's not a, a bad thing, but I am thankful for this. I don't want to grow in authority before I grow in influence, mm -hmm. right? I don't want, I like leading from a position of influence because then I know, are people really bought into the vision of what is going on? Or are they just doing something because I told them to do that? And and I think that it's so powerful to lead from a position of influence. And I even think of this, we're both parents now. And with your kids, it's like, yes, I am the authority figure of my daughter. You are the authority figure of your boys. And what you say, they should respond to and do, if only it was that easy. But ideally, right? But so much of even being a parent is leading through influence. And mm -hmm. that forces you to love your kid, to know your kid, to understand who they are. And that helps you to lead them better rather than you do this because I said, is there a time and a place for that? 100%. There's, there's a lot of time and a place for that. But also leading through influence. I mean, it's crazy how many lessons you can learn from marriage um, and from parenting about leadership. Yeah. And that, that is why I think that we can't just write off college years, those easy post-college years as like, ah, I'm just figuring it out. Like, no, what, what if we leaned in and said, I'm going to learn how to influence for the purpose of Christ. I'm going to show the people around me the Christ-like qualities that he's given me because you're not out anything. When you have authority, you, the stakes are higher. The, if you mess up, bad things are going to happen. But when you have no position, you get, you get to influence mm -hmm. wherever you get to influence. If it's with two roommates, that's awesome. Influence those two roommates for Christ as best you can. And if it's with a small group, with whatever it is, you almost have like blank check. Make it whatever you can. Grow it however big you can. Do as well as you can for this season. Yeah, 100%. And 
you know, I think about it like this is that, you know, with your, with, with these years where you maybe feel like you don't, you're like, what am I, what am I doing with the this time? Yeah. Or, or like, you feel like, well, I'm, I'm just in a season of, I just need to learn and, and, you know, really becoming influential is looking for opportunity and saying yes, but you can be confident I guess where I'm trying to go with this is that you can be confident in taking on new person, new opportunities in leadership, not because of who you are, but because who Christ is in mm-hmm. you. If God is in you and He's working powerfully within you, you know Paul talks about this in the book of Colossians that God was working in him and giving him power or and energy. Right, that that is what we need to rely on for leadership, and it's not our own self. It's it's not what comes from inside of us, but it's who Christ has made us to be, which will allow us to influence others. And the ultimate goal in being a good leader is not self-elevation. It's to elevate, you know, the gospel message of, of Jesus. So, yeah. Logan, any final thoughts as we uh, kind of end this? No, uh, nothing crazy. I just think hitting on what we've talked about and understanding that the time to start leading is right now, that everybody has influence and that, you know, you have a purpose for your life and you should aspire to be the best leader that you can be regardless of what situation or circumstance you're in. If you'll choose to try and lead well then and to grow spiritually, like, who knows what God could do through you. Love it. So good. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We'll check you out next time.